1: It's Julia here and Sammy. We are
0: coming at you with some awesome episodes for season three. Yeah, you've already listened to a few of them. I know. Are you guys enjoying them? (laughs) I've been enjoying them. (laughs) Now we're going to talk to some people. It's during the year. So, uh, you know, when when campers aren't at camp, they are normal humans. And today we are visited by a normal human who is a high school student, a junior in high school and an old soul and going places.
1: Yeah, her name's Olivia and uh, she's 16 years old and she has like a cool camp story about making decisions and remaining a kid and it's awesome. So, Olivia, welcome.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: I heard you listen to a whole lot of Happy Campers
0: episodes. <laughs> I love them. I can't you, get enough. Do you want to let our listeners know which, which one is was your, your favorite? favorite one? <laughs> I just, all of them, I can't pick one Yeah, but if you, had, if you had to Guys, don't put me on the spot like this, this. She has not listen to a single one But she hasn't camp Don't worry, I just camp. subscribed her I just downloaded them her. all Thank God
1: Alright, let me give you a little bit of background um, Olivia is like my cousin's fake cousin, basically yeah. Cousins by choice Yes, cousins by choice And, which I guess makes us also cousins, cousins. by choice um, And we were at a Rosh Hashanah dessert and <laughs> it's we were chilling on the patio and uh, apples and honey. Yeah. Uh, and some mosquey mules. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were having an intense conversation about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and it was amazing. We talked about her for like more than an hour, maybe an hour. And, a half. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was telling her about my podcast and she was like, Oh my God, I go to camp. And I was like, where do you go to camp?
2: We're, camp Olivia uh, The best camp ever Camp Vermont, California Bet Ohi. Hey It's called Bet Ohi. Well, in Ojai But, you know, gotta throw in
0: that Hebrew Because it's Jewish, oh, camp. Bet- Jewish camp Oh, Bet Ojai Yeah, wow, that sounds like a gorgeous camp Right It's the best And I feel like a lot of people Who we have not talked to But we know when to camp went there
1: Dare I say Deborah Messing went there? No, she went to Ramah, but not Ojai. But Ben uh, Platt went to that ben one. Ben Platt went Did to this one. there, yes. Mm-hmm. Do you
0: know my good friend Ethan
1: Stern? He also went there. Shout out to it's Ethan Stern. So cool. Wish Shout out to Ethan. Um, so Olivia told me this cool story about <laughs> camp last summer. And so I was like, oh my God, you should come on the podcast. And here she is. So, Olivia, tell me that story now with more detail, please. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um,
2: I'd say to start off, I grew up living in California, and the deal was, can't, I like, was the camp kid. I eat, breathe it, couldn't get enough of it. And when I moved across the country to New York, the deal was that in order to be a happy camper about moving to New York, hey. um, I would get to go back to camp in California, Um, which was very cool because I got to really keep my bi-coastal roots um, and stay Californian and yet still be some rockin' New Yorker. Um, So, yeah, going into sixth grade is when I started this interesting transition, Um, and I found that when I'd spend a month in California and I'd come back to New York, every year it was getting harder and harder because um, Ojai is exactly what you think of it. It's this oasis in California where it's very hot, um, yet it's still perfect and breezy. Um, and again, the, the culture and vibe of camp in California is very different than the East Coast and East Coast camp in general. Um, it's much more laid back and chill, I would say. Um, and there's no pressure. I mean, every every camp gets competitive when it comes to color war, but 99% of the time, it's a very chill, loose place. Um, so yeah, I continued that journey until ninth grade, um, and then starting in ninth grade, I moved schools to a New York City prep school, um, and my life just kept on changing, and I couldn't keep up with it, um, and everyone around me starting in ninth grade, you know, they'd be like, Oh, what'd you do this summer? And I was like, I went to camp like all kids do. Um, and some kids were like, Oh my God, I used to do that. And I kind and of had this, like, dig- we're
1: 14. Like yeah, what? <laughs> exactly.
2: Um, so I kind of paused for a second and was like, wait, should I be insecure that I'm a diehard camper? Uh, what's going on? Never. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. So like, continuing with that interesting like stage in my life, I just found that when it like for that first, you know, two weeks of school when everyone's asking you, What'd you do over the summer, it'd be a hesitant, I went to camp. Um and so yeah, so the next year came around um and my mom was like, Oh, so camp, what's going on with that? Um so I started <laughs> and You're like it's still happening. I was like, <laughs> like it's still summer. hopefully happening. Um, But side note, I also play volleyball at a very high level, and it's my love and passion. Um, And I'd say I also love school, and I also love camp. And as you get older, it gets harder and harder to manage all the things you love, um, and you have to start figuring out ways to fit those things in.
1: Um, School is like a full-time job. I can't believe that we did it. Like, it's absurd. (laughs) (laughs) Never again. Never again. And
2: volleyball, for me, is also like a full-time job, and in order to get more serious about the sport, I decided that I need to spend an entire summer training. Um, so that summer I decided to take off of camp and it was Um, your last summer as a camper, right? Um, yes, that would be, would have been my last summer as a camper. But as I continue with the story, there are just things, signs I like to call them that'll come up. Um, (laughs) But so yeah, so that would have been my last summer as a camper and that was a very hard decision to make. Um, and you know, like anyone that's gone to camp and has camp friends understands that you have a relationship with them like no one else. Like you just, maybe it's that you've all lived together for a month or two. Um, maybe it's that you've experienced things that you just never get to experience with any like one else. But what I felt is that I was letting them down um, and that was really hard. Um, to deal with, especially because you never think of camp in a serious way. It's always fun and lighthearted and jokes. Um, so, yeah, so that summer I loved every second of volleyball, but at the same time that entire summer I felt like I was missing out on something. Um, and that entire year went by and I didn't... Can talk- I ask you a question? Yeah,
1: of course. When you were at volleyball, we went to volleyball camp or like volleyball... Yeah, it was in California. I was okay. trained
2: with the team out there.
1: Okay, so were you like measuring... So my first summer that I didn't go to camp after being a camper our camp like you couldn't go back for four years like there's no jc program or anything Uh, like that so like you were after when you were 15 you were done and then you could go back as a counselor when you were 19 so that first summer i found myself like measuring my life in camp time like i was like oh it's eight o'clock people are eating breakfast it's like the lunch bell that's but i couldn't help it so you didn't feel that
2: I wouldn't say I just feel like because of the level I was playing volleyball at you were like distracted I was so distracted yeah like I was doing like four to six hours a day and then when I wasn't playing I was just sleeping yeah um, doing schoolwork so yeah but I I can't imagine what that would have been like but whenever I wasn't exhausted or playing volleyball i thinking about it it would just make me very sad
1: okay I'm sorry to like where in California was
2: that Uh, That was in San Diego, La Jolla, which is where I used to live. The weather there is perfect all the time. It's sunny with (laughs) a breeze just every day. It's perfect. Um, So, yeah. So, that summer went by. And right after that summer, my friends felt that that summer was a transformative year and the best year of camp, of course
1: um so, <laughs> so so nice of them. yeah so totally exactly really, like you got home and you were mm-hmm. like what i miss and they're like everything,
2: everything yep. <laughs> so i got back from they all got back from camp and i was like oh so how it was it? good right like, you know the usual <laughs> like nbd yeah and they were like no it was life changing like not gonna lie if there was one summer you
0: should not have missed no definitely. how rude yeah. that was so sad but they
2: didn't meet it in a yeah. Malicious
0: way. Was like that just because they were at that? Was their summer to be like the oldest camper? Yeah, and the so they just felt like they had all the power exactly. and all
2: that. Exactly. It, it's definitely your last summer as a camper. Um, and, you know, Roche, a do we call them, your Roche da at a Jewish camp is like your. Leader, the Mm. head of your age group. I don't know what's called in non Jewish
1: camps. Unit head? Yeah, unit head. (laughs) There we go, a normal term. Um, But
2: so they also were just obsessed with the unit head. Same as Ami Fieldsmeyer, and everyone was just really drinking his Kool Aid and loving everything he had to say about the world. And I think something that's really just great about going to camp in California is Camp Ramah in particular is this like boisterous, amazing atmosphere. But at the same time, like, your night activities and what you talk about is also very serious about like the future of being a Jew, the future of the state of Israel, like talking about current like political the current political climate. Um, so especially because we were older, um, this Roche da, this unit head, um, was just very passionate and really spoke to kids' sense of like just because you're done going to camp, this is your last year, doesn't mean you're done being Jewish, um, which is very cool. So. After that direct moment um, of feeling like I'd really missed out on a lot, I really just felt like my relationships with my camp friends were non-existent anymore, which was Mm, very hard.
1: That's so sad. Yeah,
2: because it had been like seven years of going to camp together, um, and that one summer just can really define a lot for people, which was, it was hard. Um, But again, being on the other side of the country and being in a very different environment than all my camp friends are I was just able to like distract myself for that school year of following, and you know, doing my school thing, doing volleyball, like all these still newish friends that I made at my new high school. Um, but when the following summer came by and the school year was over, um, I you know I was just gonna do volleyball again and do a summer program. You know what the teens do now to prepare for college um but i'm gonna like study for some standardized tests yeah oh yeah definitely (laughs) supposed to be doing some act prep that i just bailed out on you will find out in a second um and two i'd say like two to three weeks before camp um and i speaking to my camp friends but really not that like
1: the amount i used to Um, and probably not the amount that they were talking to each other exactly okay
2: um so about two to three weeks before camp I was on the phone with one of my favorite people in the world, um, Maya Talkner, who's just my favorite, and we were talking about camp. I said to her, I was like, "Mm, I'm going to camp. She was like, don't do this to me. Like, don't (laughs) get my hands up. So the way I'd be going back to camp this year would be like a leadership program. Um, So you're still considered a camper.
1: um, but Your parents still pay for you to go. Exactly.
2: (laughs) Um, But it's a leadership program, um, and you're still treated like a camper, but it's... They don't like to call it CIT, but it's basically learning how to deal with kids. Um, but you still get to be hanging out with your friends. And about two to three weeks before camp, I was like, I'm going to do it. And everyone was like, Olivia, like, don't be yourself and get our hopes up and then like crush it. I was like, no, I'm going to come. Um, so. And most of your friends were going back for that? I would say most, but not all, just because it's like a different year. Um, and so, yeah, I decided to go back for that. And it was amazing um
1: so what did your like so what happened you just like went to your mom and you were like hey I was like ditching out on volleyball camp this is what's going to write yeah
2: exactly it was really one of those moments where like I have the rest of my life to be an adult and do things and you know be camp for everyone is an escape and you really don't get it forever um, and for me, it was that moment where I realized that this was really my last chance to be with these people that I really care and love so much about in this space for the last time. I mean, obviously, I'd still know them and still see them. But again, like I said before, the experiences you have, it's just it's nowhere else. Um, so I went to my mom and I was like, I want to go to camp. And my mom being the amazing, supportive person she is um, who doesn't put pressure on me. I just put it on myself, said, Yeah. Go do that. <laughs> um, my siblings, on the other hand, who I love and admire and look up to more than anyone, are some very smart cookies. Um, and they were a little skeptical. They were like, this is the summer where you're supposed to be adulting.
1: And- eh, summer after t- ninth, 10th grade?
2: Yeah. I
1: went like, who, I don't even remember what I did the summer after 10th grade. Oh, I think yeah. I did like a summer course. In the University of Colorado. You oh. we went to camp the summer before.
0: Right. Yeah. And you
2: need that Yeah. Experience. You
1: need that last summer. You need summer. that capstone. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they were skeptical because I had this whole plan of doing volleyball. And for four also, hours. I feel like it
1: looks good to be like, I did leadership training, right? Like, that's just whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about how you sure. spin it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> that's life. You just
2: got to spin it the right way. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, for sure. My my siblings were skeptical um, and were like, you, you should your siblings go to Kim so my sister which is very interesting was a serious athlete like me she was a springboard diver um what a springboard diver in a pool in a pool (laughs) so every swimming team needs a diving team to add points in a meet so that's that's, like, that high is it the that's the springboard is one? the one
1: that yeah bounces, it bounces the platform, the is the platform, platform really high high diver one. is the one where it just cool. like is really high and stays as it is gotcha.
2: you, yeah it's a great college sport for all you listeners out there it's for recruiting
1: it's just i used to watch it all the time because i was a lifeguard in college oh, okay hey no flex <laughs> no flex um but Which yeah, no flex. Means? I know we need no flex. we need a new like, we need a
0: new um, lingo episode. Well, just a little check in right now <laughs> on teen lingo. No flex. No is flex like, is like like no big deal. No, no flex is like, like showing brag. Off.
2: But yeah. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, so like, like, if I
0: was to flex my muscles, I'd be showing my muscles off. And yeah. It's like no. It's
2: also like, flex. like Sammy was a lifeguard. No flex. Like lifeguards it, are no, cool. No, no, no. Like, she was combat. a lifeguard, like in a <laughs> yeah, college, was...
0: like public pool space. It was not. That's still
2: a flex.
1: Is that a flex? No, I meant no, to say no. I was tra-
2: sarcastic. Flex.
1: I was trying to be like, I didn't <laughs> dive. I watched the diving because I was sitting in a this chair. Sammy just chilling <laughs> in <laughs> December <laughs> in, inside. This is no flex. This is flex. It's
0: yeah. usually used. For
2: material items, though, like oh, okay. stop flexing with those like whatever
1: Jordan with those yeah, Yeezys, exactly.
2: yeah. those hot kicks. Yeah, yeah, um, I know okay, that that Got it,
1: got it. Um, those Yeezys, are on Yeezys, always. Onto that side note, but Legit. okay, sorry, backtracking from no flex. Yeah, your sister was a springboard yeah. diver.
2: Um, so my sister, who was an athlete, um, had to make the exact same decision I did. Not the year that I missed camp, but the year before. The year I missed camp when I went to go train with volleyball. Mm -hmm. Um, But she had, it's the same year I stopped. Because she had to get more serious about diving if she wanted to be recruited. But she never got the chance I did to go back. Um, So she just cut it short. So she went to the same camp? No, she went to Camp La Vie. Right. So, yeah. So my sister was an athlete. It was this very interesting thing because she never got the chance to go back after the year she missed, um, and it was like showing her commitment to the sport. Um, and yeah, and she was very serious, and so she was kind of skeptical of like, I never got to go and be a kid again. Like, why should,
1: should
2: you? The um, other sister? No, um, I have another brother. The other, the brother? The brother, Gid, Gideon. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, he's the, he's a very intense water polo player. Oh um, yeah, a lot of athletes. What's I wrong guess. with
1: you that you do, you're not you don't swim? You're I know not a they fish. call me the
2: mammal. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, he Gideon was never a camp kid. is interesting, which I think because anyone who's not a camp kid is missing out. I, you me. know, I you don't agree. have to tell us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so that's what happened with that. Um, and you just got back from that summer? Yeah, I just got back.
1: How or, was it? Yeah, did yeah. you have any favorite? Was it everything you wanted moments? it to be and more?
2: It was amazing. I think, honestly, the biggest, I, I'd say there are two realizations I had. It was that I think when you're little, you or younger, you don't at like fourth, fifth grade when you start going as a fetus. Um,
0: you fetus. don't. And what's a fetus? Just, like, what's <laughs> a lingo? just someone. Yeah, a fetus not a someone just... who's a newborn, but someone who's like kind of under 10 years old. Yeah, okay. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Um, cool.
2: So when I started going when I was younger, you never really understand that what makes camp are the people. You yes. think it's camp. You think it's the place that you walk off the bus and it's oh it's the soil beneath my feet that right. is what makes the experience. But as you get older, you just really realize that it's the people, um, and that's definitely a realization I had after that this following summer. Um, and another one is. Truly that I know for a fact that if I would have not gone back this summer, I would have lost all those relationships, um, which is just crazy for me to think about. I got to rekindle them and rejuvenate every single relationship I had, which is it was weird for me to think about because right before, I mean, when I first got there, like... How awkward was that? Like, I was the the kid that loved camp. I didn't go back last year. And everyone was like, wait, Olivia's back? Like, that's crazy. Obviously, my best friends were like, this is amazing. But there was still kind of like a, we haven't done this in two years. Like, what if it goes wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, which you don't think about with camp friends.
1: Um, Did you yeah. have a moment when you got off the bus where you were like, I made a big mistake? I would or from say, the beginning where you like this is exactly what I wanted and needed.
2: I I would say like the first couple of days I realized that like well first of all you know you don't have your phone at camp or at my camp you don't have your phone no technology um and I'm like a 16-year-old news junkie um, who like breathe like my my heart is dependent on what's going on in the world, um, which is just not good at my age. So it's really nice to just like get that break from everything. Um, yeah, and, like nothing happened in the
0: news this summer. So. Yeah, you know <laughs> nothing.
2: Um, so yeah, no, it was just it was really nice to f- it was just like a deep breath of just like let's take a step back. And for me, then the entire summer became about like reflecting about like my future because you know these next two years are a pretty big deal in your high school career so if anything like everything definitely happens for a reason in terms of going back to camp and being able to reflect because I've articulated a lot in my boisterous head um, about what I'll want one day so yeah I think there were moments where I was like, I mean, all the time, I was like, wow, I really wasn't here last year when we're, <laughs> when we're referencing that one time when
0: the, the leader, who, the unit leader. And who, did that guy come back? Did what? Did that yeah, unit Yeah, the come guy, back? he
2: promised them he'd come back, something like that, and he never did. Oh, um, no. But they kept on comparing our new leader, unit leader, yeah. um, to the old guy. Which for me, I was like, let's just be happy with what we have. So when I was
1: when I went back for my first summer as a counselor, I actually kind of have a similar story. I was 20. I wasn't 16. But um, I was supposed to be working in my dad's office the whole summer and I hated it. And I like literally the week before camp started called the director it was an interim director at the time, because the director had died, like, four months before. And I was like, hey, I hate what I'm doing. Can I come to camp? And she hired me, like, the last minute. I flew so out. Sammy, what do you do now? I'm a lawyer. <laughs> in your dad's office? In my dad's office. Different <laughs> office. <laughs> okay, thank God, thank God. It was a different office, and I had a different job. <laughs> okay, okay. <Just laughs> um, but... Uh, I flew out like the day that camp started, so I got there with all of the campers. So camp, and I walked into the dining room for dinner that first night, and I was like, "I've made a huge mistake." No, you felt that? Yeah, I did. I was like, I didn't know. like. like I think you panicked, kids, and then you were like, camp. "The kids were the oldest. Who were the oldest bunk were the youngest when I was a camper, and so yeah. I was like, I don't know these kids. I like Allison was the only familiar person, and then there was like two other people. Our producer." Our producer Um, there were like two other people that were campers, but they were older than me. So I didn't like know them that well. I had missed pre-camp. So all the counselors were like, who is this? Yeah. And, uh, I was like, oh shit, this is the, this is a terrible idea. But then like I eased into it, but it sounds like you came in and you were like, this is it. This is exactly where I need to be right at this moment. And that's, like, amazing.
2: Yeah, no, the, I mean, I would say the majority was like that, but of course there were times um, when I'd think about playing volleyball. I mean, like any sport, you have to practice a lot, and I, there were moments when I'd be really scared, like I might get back and be a totally new, rusty player. Um, but also it's moments of, and definitely something I dealt
0: with, coming back was really hard um like leaving leaving because you really now feel like that was that was the last summer
2: um so in terms of like this year being last summer it's definitely up for grabs and on the table because yeah um so camper mall the camp i go to is a network of camps and they all come together the year after you're a camper to go on this amazing thing called seminar um, which is where like hundreds of kids are going to Israel for the summer. And then the mm. following year, you become a counselor after seminar. Um, and that's a six-week program. So for me, um, it's kind... I I definitely only become a counselor for one summer if I even do it. Um, but that's g- the summer before I'd be going to college, um, which is especially if I decide to go through with my recruiting process and play in college. Um, I just don't know if that would be feasible. But
1: would you do seminar or no? Yeah,
2: that's a hard one. Um, I've gone to Israel. Um, I was lucky enough to get to go in eighth grade on a very similar type of trip. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if seminar is really about just going to Israel with your camp friends and less about like... It's a meaningful trip, but it's not like truly. It's more about being there with your friends than about Israel per se. Does it seem right. like all those friends are going? Um, no, not at all. Okay, okay. So okay, that so helps you're, the decision. you kind of I'm waiting get get to the counselor. RSVPs. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It for me, it's one or the other, for okay. sure.
0: Can I ask a, a question? Yeah. When you were speaking about. Um, Like, if you didn't go back this year, this realization that, like, I just would have lost my friends or that that year you felt like was that something that's like in your head or did it it really feel like? Yeah, I mean, that you weren't there. So if they were going to call their buds to reminisce about the last summer, like you weren't on that call list.
2: Yeah, no, I think for me that when I say that I would have lost those friendships, I mean, they wouldn't have felt like camp friendships it would have felt like, oh, like, you know, I went to camp with these people, but I feel like I really would have lost that connection of, like, seeing someone somewhere five years running in from someone from camp and be like, oh, my God, like, we did this together and we did that. And I feel like internally I would have always had this feeling of just regret that would have come to mind Um, unless, like, I'm running into this amazing person and just, like, wow, I wonder what that person thought when I didn't, like...
0: Gotcha. So that was something in your head a little bit.
2: Definitely in my head. Versus
0: uh, versus anyone coming up to you and being like, hey, can't believe you decided to show your face (laughs) after abandoning us last (laughs) year. Um, But no, yeah,
2: I just think that it was like the icing on the cake in terms of like finishing off my camp experience. Yeah. Um, just cause I mean, and what's also really hard is coming back to New York city, oh, <laughs> um, from Ohio, California and being with the most chill dialed down group of people. Um, and then jumping right back into New York. That's also for me every year since sixth grade has been a part of camp is that transition back. Everyone just, lives 15 minutes away from each other in Los Angeles that are camp friends, whereas I'm a six-hour plane ride away.
1: It's interesting, because we had kids come from California to Maine, which was... And all of us are... You know, most kids are from the East Coast, mm-hmm. and you're, like, the inverse of that.
2: Yeah.
0: They must think you're cool, now that you live in
1: New yeah, York. Yeah, you're, you're a city yeah, kid.
2: I, I definitely got counselor points. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely thought it was cooler. <laughs> um, That's
0: great. Well, it seems like you, like, gave yourself this gift and potentially in another world would have
1: regretted it your entire life
2: <laughs> definitely for sure
1: i mean i think it's pretty amazing that you like had the wherewithal as a 16 year old kid to be like this is like i'm a kid and i deserve to be able to be a kid and not succumb to all this pressure like that's incredible i'm yeah. very proud of you thanks guys thanks <laughs> I see that your mom you, was like yeah. yeah yeah robin she's the best <laughs> <laughs> gotta love her I know Sophia and Gideon. You should have gotten on board earlier. Jeez.
2: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm the original gross child, you know, coming in hot. Um, but yeah, no, I think the thing though with the transition, um, that's still just like it, it's obviously about camp, but like a greater theme in general is like transitions, like in life, just going from California back to the city. <laughs> Um, was just kind of, like, slamming the brakes on this, like, speed that I I couldn't even control anymore. I felt so, like, in tune with myself and what I wanted. And then I come back, and it's just this, like, land of doing what everyone else does.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, Which is, it's weird. And I have these, like, two completely different sides of myself that come out because my two friends from the West Coast and the East Coast are so different. Um and like for the rest of my life it's gonna be about like learning how to balance that. Cause it's not just one or the other anymore. It's kind of learning how they gotta integrate.
0: Yeah, you gotta get that authentic mm. brand mm. going, yeah. baby. Oh, that's yeah. well. uh, what it's all flare? about
1: yeah. Um Olivia, it was really fun talking with you.
0: We will keep our listeners updated on what you end up doing this summer, next summer. Forever. You know, every, every summer for the rest school, of your life. Forever. 23. <laughs> that was
2: great, guys. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank
0: you. Thanks for sharing.
1: It um is. As always, please rate review subscribe. Yes. Olivia just rated us five.
0: Oh my God, five that's so stars. nice of you. Is there Thank another you. option? <laughs> no, that was the no, only option. The We're only in the, the room one. with you. Yeah. You can um, also find us uh, all over, you know, we got
1: a lot of social, social media, media yeah, yeah. on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, we everywhere. So check us out. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Day is done. Gone the sun. We, we out. out.
0: Our theme song was written, recorded, and sung by the very talented Steffi Copeland.